just kind of get your perspective on on this and I guess how long did you know this was in the works and when it ultimately when you ultimately knew what was happening what was your what was your reaction yeah it was in the works going back to late last week I think Thursday when Marcus Brady were in line to interview for a couple offense coordinator jobs and in particular in Indianapolis and then the dots started connecting so Scott and I spoke very candidly and transparently over the weekend and knew there was a possibility of it but didn't know officially and formally that it, it happened until this morning and i certainly don't want to speak for scott i'm sure you guys can connect with him i don't want to put words in his mouth but you know up until today there was no foregone conclusion about what he was going to do even if there was an offer so um you know that being said part of my job is to always be ready for a situation like this and i've said this before but i've learned in my lifetime being around pro football is always to expect the unexpected. So, you know, it's, it's happened. And now our due diligence and our job is to go find the next head coach for the Edmonton football team. And that's what my focus is now. Brock, can you talk a little bit about the first, I guess, the timing? It's it's a big move that comes at a, at a horrible time for your football club because, uh, you know, by now coaching staffs are in place and playbooks are being built and, and there's conversations going on. Uh, how bad is the timing of this for you and, and whoever you bring in as the new head coach? Well, it's certainly not ideal timing, but it's also not March or April or May. So we do have time to get a head coach in place. You know, the same page with all the staff and you know if, if there's going to be a restructuring of schemes and all those things that cascade down from that we have enough time and you know it is what it is and there's been other scenarios where things like this happen maybe not exactly this time but you know ironically in indianapolis they offer josh mcdaniels he backs out they go with frank reich and it turns out extremely well so you know again we're not going to focus on Scott not being here, the timing we're going to focus on, getting the right person in place and continuing to work on the goal of winning a, a great cup. It's, uh, I guess, on one hand, it's, as you say, bad timing, and, and you're going to have to move forward with it. You will, I'm sure, but you got to feel uh, a little bit jilted, but, but happy for Scott because it's obviously a move that, that he wants to make. No, I wouldn't say jilted. Again, he was transparent with the situation over the weekend. And I, I think had there been a scenario where he called out of the blue and said, I'm leaving, certainly would have been caught off guard. But um, it is a business. It's a passion of ours, and everyone in the industry loves football. There's no doubt about it, but it is a business. And when you talk about families and all of those things, you know, people make decisions that they feel are best for them and their families moving forward. That's what Scott did. Uh, I respect that. And, uh, you know, that's that's where it's at. It's an opportunity that he obviously felt was too good to pass up. Uh, so there's no ill will. There's no grudges. Uh, Scott's a good man. The friendship's intact, and it'll, it'll maintain that way. Uh, he just simply made a decision during a very tumultuous time in the world that he thought was best for him and his family. And, and I think we can all understand and appreciate that. I want to go back to a, a statement you made off of uh, Morley's question about the timing and uh, and related to you know how you look for your new head coach and how how wide the net you're going to cast here. You said you still have some time here because it's not March or April. Um, that being said, is the net going to be wide or because of the time of the year? Even though it's still you know we still got months away from seeing when a when a football is kicked off, does that kind of change your plan as far as uh, who you look for in a coach compared to when you know you, you do it right after a season a little bit again it, very similar to when we were looking for a head coach the last time is we're gonna do our best to find the right person and 
you know, not by a certain time frame, and it may be a wide net. Here's what I'll say is that we're going to do everything we can to find the right person for this organization at this time. And um, there may be some prerequisites. Certainly it's going to be someone that has CFL experience and knowledge. Uh, right now I wouldn't go out and hire someone that's never coached in our league at any level. Now, does that mean that they have to have been a previous head coach or coordinator? No, it doesn't. But I certainly want someone that understands the three-down game and the complexities of all that goes into our league. It would be very hard to bring someone in, in my opinion, that's always been south of the border and only worked at the NCAA or NFL level. So, you know, that being said, that'll be the, the net we have as people with good knowledge of the CFL. And from there, um, just making sure that we look under every rock to make sure we're doing our due diligence and not making knee-jerk reactions and, and being reactionary to this scenario. Will when it comes to the timeline of... Will there be internal ahead, candidates, Brock? Will there be internal candidates, Brock? And mostly I, I think of Noel Thorpe, who has obviously been uh, in this league for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to contemplate everybody, and certainly Noel's been around a long time and been a coordinator and been on lists. He's been on lists that I've had before about potential head coach candidates. So, um, you know, I think that's as far as I'll elaborate on, on names and lists. But, yeah, there, there will be people that will certainly consider who are within the organization. As far as the time frame is concerned, to, to get a new head coach, I mean, you're you're two weeks out to free agency. Do you have to? Do you have? Do you feel you have to get someone in place by free agency, or you're just going to have to get a coach when when the time is right? No, again, I don't want to put a, a time on it and say that I need to have a, a coach in place by this date because then you're rushing the process. Right. When we when we find the right person, then we'll we'll pull the trigger and, and have everything in place by then. Now, are we going to try to make this happen as fast as possible? Of course, but we're not going to rush a head coach because we think we need to have it in place by free agency. I think that's doing it the wrong way. We're going to make sure we're dotting our eyes and crossing our teeth. It's a big hire. It's a big decision, and not one that we're going to rush. Can you uh, talk about your phone today? Has it been busy? I would assume there'd be a lot of people who are interested in this job, and quite honestly, it's a pretty plumb job, is it not? Well, I would like to think so, but I think I'm pretty biased, obviously. Um, confident in the roster we're building. Obviously, we have arguably the best quarterback in the league. I think we have a lot of good pieces in place. And, yeah, to answer the initial question, my phone's been blowing up, uh, certainly with a lot of names a lot of people can probably guess and some names that I think would surprise people. So uh, you're very correct in saying I think it's a, a very coveted job, and it should be. It's a great organization, and I think we're moving in the right direction. Does this play into Brock uh, what you what you uh, what you said at the start of when the mor the moratorium was lifted at the beginning of uh, December when you could sign your own free agents and at the time you said COVID has changed probably a lot of things for a lot of people uh, does this fall into the category as well with uh, with, with Scott leaving I think so and again I don't want to speak for him but. My opinion, and you guys can and check with him, I think if we were able to have had a season last year, I think the chances of this happening are certainly less. You get in a rhythm, right. you start being able to coach games, um, certainty that the league will play. So, yeah, I, I definitely think COVID came into play on this for sure. But, again, uh, I don't want to speak for Scott. So obviously now this becomes uh, front and for, uh, front and center for you to, to look at. I know you don't want to talk about a, a time frame or not, but uh, I imagine there's nothing else on your plate right now until you get this done. 
Well, no. I mean, I still have a job to do in re-signing pending free agents and, and making sure that if other players hit the market that we may like, uh, I still have a personnel job to do too. So uh, I need to do right by the organization and make sure I'm doing my dil- due diligence on that front along with it. So um, get some Red Bulls and, and roll the sleeves up and get after <laughs> it. All right, Brock, I appreciate your time. I know it's a, it's a tough day, and I know you got a lot of work ahead of you. So uh, we thank you for your time today and appreciate it. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brock. That is the uh, vice president of football operations and the general manager of the Double E Football Club, uh, Brock Sunderland, who uh, today lost his head coach.